So here we are. Welcome to episode 14 of The Blonde Leading the Blonde. Another hour of your life you'll never get back. Um, <laughs> we're recording this a day earlier than we normally do. Why, 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 Les Graham? Because I'm not going to be around tomorrow because I'm collecting emeralds. Yay, puppy. I know, it's really exciting, isn't it? Are you very excited? Yeah, really excited. I can't stop grinning. <laughs> Oh, amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. I was really stressed yesterday, though, because um, we went we went walking around the house, as you do, you know. So we went wandering around the garden, like a teddy bear, you know, yeah. round and round we went. <laughs> and it suddenly dawned on me how many steps we've got in the house, in the garden. I mean, we've got no steps in the house, we're in a bungalow, but you go out of the front door, down a little normal doorstep. But then if you turn right, there's two steps down. If you turn left, there's three steps down. If you go straight ahead, there's like three steps up. Yeah. And so, and but out the back, because we're on the side of a hill, you've got like loads of steps going down the back garden. So um, I got, you know, the collapsible trellis out and cordoned off the two, the two steps going off to either side and then got that really horrible green netting out and cordoned off the grass because there's a big jump down off the grass you see down off the side of the hill and yeah. so it's like oh my god and just trying to I was getting really really stressed yesterday trying to make the garden safe for the puppy so are you all puppy proof now um pretty much yeah I've got the crate out crates in the crates under the um under my desk Oh, you're all ready. You're proper ready. I'm proper ready. I've got the crate under the desk. I've got bed bed in it. I've got a towel underneath. I've got uh, the crate set up in the car on the back seat with a seat belt already securing it. Put your put your towels and your um, kitchen roll and all of that in the car ready. Towels are in the kitchen. <laughs> towels are in there. I haven't got any kitchen roll, but I have got a box of tissues in there. Oh, yeah, um, guys. Yeah, but I've never I've never had to go this far for a puppy. So we're meeting up at uh, we're doing the thing that I say to people never do, which is meet up. Yeah, meet up <laughs> in some <laughs> random car park. <laughs> but it's like the puppy will have been in um the puppy will have been in the car. I think it's a two and a half, two and a half to three hour drive. For the breeder to meet us and then a two and a half three hours a three hour drive for us down so it's like what do we do with the puppy for peeing outside to make sure that it's safe do you know what i mean mm. where are you meeting like in a service station or something uh, the or... tickle trout tickle trout hotel the mcdonald's tickle trout hotel which i believe oh. we've been haven't we tickle I trout ones i checked out for us teaching together we i, I remember i know the name tickle trout well, that would be there'd be some land there, some clean land to let the puppy wee, won't there? It's more, yeah, it's making sure that the puppy's safe away from the road and everything, really. So, well, you take your lead and collar and everything, won't you? Your new puppy lead. Yeah. Will you? Well, I wasn't going to, but I will now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I suppose you'll it have to. Do it. it hasn't had a collar and lead on other than the little puppy. But it's had its. <laughs> like, does it wear a collar now? In the, because a lot of the breeders, they'll put a band on, don't they? Like a coloured collar. He was Mr. Blue. He was Mr. Blue. So he had a blue collar on. But now so he's been microchipped. Collars are off. Yeah. 
Oh, I see. So at least he's used to wearing a collar. That saves doing all that, doesn't it? And it's only yeah. one off, isn't it? A little wee. A little wee. wee. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Now I was thinking, I was getting really paranoid and I was sitting, oh, I'll take my jump pen with me and just quickly put my jump pen up and put the puppy in the jump pen. And oh, yeah. Then. Oh, you could do. Nah. It'll, bit, it'll bit extreme, but you could. <laughs> it'll take up off the call. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. There'll be three of us, you know, me, Kenny, the breed. I will be, I'm sure we'll be a corral a little puppy. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you'll get something out. Yeah. Oh, no, that'd be... What time are you going to be arriving back home, do you think, with the puppy? Uh, we're meeting up at half 11. Oh, cool. So your early so, start. Yeah, good start. So half 11 meet up, probably half an hour to have a, a natter and a handover. Maybe it's an hour to have a natter and a handover. And then we'll be home tea time. Nice. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Get home and settled. You can't even have a coffee in the hotel, can you? No. Oh, that's a shame. No, you'd have to take your own. You have to take, you're taking provisions, picnic. I wasn't going to, but you're you're full of good ideas, aren't you? <laughs> you really haven't planned this very well, have you? No, you're really. Not, you I've, been, <laughs> I've been concentrating on the house. Um, you're more worried about your steps. Um, I am worried about the steps. <laughs> I am, because you know how paranoid I am about joints and stuff. Yeah, I know. How long are you going to keep that all fenced in and that attractive yeah. netting? All and, until, um, I don't know. No. As long as I need to. I mean, what I'll do is I'll get the ramp out of, I think I've got the ramp under the house, so I'll get the ramp out um, and probably put the ramp over one set of stairs. Or I might put, put a bit of wood down on the other. Yeah. I think I might have got rid of all the wood. Anyway, I'll sort something out. It'll be fine. It'll be yeah, fine. that'll be all right. It won't last long, will it? I mean, it they won't grow be forever. No, it won't. But just need to keep my puppy's little elbows safe. Yeah, well, and it's also like they can fall, can't they? Lose their footing and everything else. They're not that well coordinated, are they? No, he can end up tail over head, which isn't going to yeah. happen. So. No, I just remember Angus, you know, we we used to, we won the side of a house in New Zealand as well and um, we'd come out and he'd go, he'd leap. We had like a little, probably about 12, 15 inches and he used to leap off that on the lawn. Mm. Rather than running, he would run around the side and then he would just leap, you know, but it was, I just had to then monitor how often I allowed him in the back garden. Yeah. Because of that, he just, he he looked like a blooming, like a polar bear. Do you know when you see the polar bears and the kind of leap and the front legs come right out and the hind legs go right out behind them? Yeah. And that's what he used to look like. <laughs> my heart would be like, oh my God. Oh, it's, it's, it's quite difficult, isn't it? Like, I mean, I see lots of stuff on social media, like Facebook and things, where people have got their puppies on the sofa. Oh, it's God. It's so dangerous, isn't it? I mean, not only, I mean, I'm not, I don't have my dogs on furniture and I don't like it, but... How, you know, if they jump off there, they can cause some serious injury, can't they? It's it's everything. People say, oh, they look really gorgeous. And, and you know, it, it looks really lovely seeing a puppy up on the settee with you and all of that lot. And it's really snuggy. And I get really, um, my lips disappear when I mm. see, like, the instructors and trainers with dogs, with puppies up on the settee. Because it's not just the getting down which is massive you, you know you think of like with us when we go down the stairs I think when we walk it's something like 
four times the weight. I'll, I'll look it up. Let me look it up and get this right. The amount of poundage that goes through an ace, yeah. just normal walking. And then going downstairs, the poundage that goes through an ace, going downstairs is massive, just normal walking downstairs, not jumping. Yeah, and then yeah. when you translate that to puppies jumping off settees, the the force going down through their elbows and shoulders and wrists as well. Um, yeah. There you go. Let me look at a poundage knees downstairs. And it's it's quite amazing, really. You know, the I'm sure it's something like is it four times. Um, I'll find it out. I'll find it out. But yeah, it's something it like to, it's it's normally twice or two or three times when you're walking normally the poundage going through so it's your body weight and yeah. then um it increases more going down the stairs through the you know just the force going down through your knees and when you think of the energy going down through a puppy's elbows when it's jumping you think the settees more probably more than twice the height of your shoulders of the puppy's shoulders yeah you know, if you put these like, I don't know, 10 inches and you set these 20 inches to the to the chair, and then you put these jumping off that. When you start looking at it like that, you're just in good grief. Now, it's Why really on good. earth would anybody want to let the puppy on the settee? But it's also getting up there as well, you know, that up on the hind legs. And the cruciate ligament is still quite lax. I mean, the, ligament, the ligaments don't tighten up. You, you know, until the dogs are hitting adolescence, all you have to do is look. It, you've got me really <laughs> passionate. It's like you look at dogs and the young dogs um, running around and they're all loose-limbed, you know, they're kind of, their legs are all over the place, they're really gangly, they're uncoordinated. And their ligaments are still quite lax. They haven't tightened up. And so you've got a dog messing about trying to jump off and, you know, wooden floors. So a puppy on a wooden floor, up on its hind legs, trying to get up on the settee. It's just a disaster for the cruciate ligament. Yeah. No, I agree. Do you remember we did when we did the anatomy and physiology um, course that we filmed, um, well, we filmed and used other people's footage of um, the dogs doing things like agility, working trials, mm -hmm. scale, things like that, and looking at the, the physical impacts that that... That, yeah, that was... Um, the talk that I did at the going to be way worse for a puppy. Yeah, massively worse. And that was um, that was the talk that I did for the CFBA. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, I did because I did um, I did the whole anatomy, and then I also did the impact of dog sports on on the dogs. Yeah. And it was the video for that. And then I also did it for the Kennel Club for their canine athlete seminar. I can't remember which one came first. No, I, no, I remember looking at the, the footage because when you look at it in slow motion, you can see how when the dogs contact the ground again, the sort of the reverberation that goes through the body um, when they land. It's amazing, isn't it? Mm, yeah. It is amazing. It's something we don't think about, isn't it? I mean, I'm amazed at the amount at the moment, the amount of people with those stupid ball throwers oh. in the park. They get out of the car, they sling, they don't warm the dog up or anything. They get straight out of the car and then start flinging this ball for miles repetitively 
for the duration of their walk. It's just mm -hmm. quite bizarre. It is, and it's um, it, it's amazing because people go, well, you know, dogs are meant to run and, you know, they chase prey and they'd run after stuff and slam their brakes on, but it's a repetitiveness effect. Yeah. The speed of repetitiveness. It's not very good psychologically either, I don't think, to keep having that endless, you know, no, rush. No. It's not, not cool. But people are stupid, aren't they? That's the thing. That's the end of... That's, that's the crux of it people are stupid huh yeah there we are <laughs> <laughs> summed it all up <laughs> <laughs> yes the world according to miss mccarthy people are stupid but it's is it i, I don't know I, I think a lot of it's naivety and lack of education always come to me always comes back to a lack of education i think a lot of people they take advice from you know the 18 year old cashier in pets at home don't they yeah. What equipment should I have? What food should I feed? And then, I mean, I saw a bloke this morning. He's got a basset hound on a harness and a flexi lead. And um, we got the basset hound stopped because it wanted to see my dog. And um, he couldn't move it because how could he move it? It's stuck in a harness. And just <laughs> why he's got a harness on it, I don't. It's crazy. It, it is. It is mad, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is, is mad. mad. It is. I mean, I, the other day I had a bloke, two Labradors, again, both like big black Labradors, you know, the show line, sort of big, heavy uh -huh. Labradors, two black labs, entire males on harness and flexi leads, came tearing over with the man holding on to them. He said, <laughs> oh, we're just coming to say hello. And I was like, no, no, thank you. Not with all that energy coming towards us. No. <laughs> we, um, there's a, there's a girl in the village, she's got a chocolate lab. And it's always been a bit wriggly, you know, it's quite a solid, quite a solid chocolate lab. Fat. And really, really wriggly. And it came over, and we're seeing them again when me and my friend are walking, and it came over in it. It was inappropriate with my friend Spaniel, and my friend Spaniel tore it off. And as she tore it off, this chocolate lab just went straight into the side of my knee. Oof. Honestly, the air turned blue. It, it was so painful. Yeah, no, I know. in my left knee, and it was like for crying out loud. That's not what I said. <laughs> you know, get get hold of your dog, and um, and it's ridiculous. You know, the amount of damage that can do just just like that, just jumping sideways into your knee. You know, it's um right. The the thing froze. It froze a little there, Ross. Can you hear me still? Okay, you're back now. Yeah. Yeah, we've got we've got issues today. Um, just so you know, everyone, we've got issues today with my internet. For some reason, my machine decided it didn't want to recognise the internet at all, and so I'm on my laptop, and it's a bit hit and miss. So we'll just do the best today. <laughs> <laughs> another disaster! Another disaster in the Graham household. I don't have disasters. What are you on about? With bathrooms and electrics and. Too many stairs, your internet doesn't work. <laughs> you know, yeah, okay, that was out of order. <laughs> yeah, we we've had um we have had issues with the electrician. Not funny, is it? Blooming expensive issues as well. Expensive issues, which are now in yeah. the hands of trading standards because we've reported them. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, to be honest, I mean, you can't play around with electrics, can you? I mean, that's not, 
you know, things you can afford to muck about with. No, and he he, he mucked about. The electrician who came in said um, it, the house would be done within six months. Yeah, dreadful. Yeah. I know it's, it's cost you a lot of money to sort it out, but at least you've sorted it out and, you, you know, it's safe. Yeah, it's safe, which is really important. Yeah. And now I need to sort my machine out. My, my really old, I've got a really old gaming machine and um, it must be... God, it, the chassis of it must be about eight-year-old and it's been getting added to over the years. Oh, a gaming machine? Yeah. Like, what do you mean a gaming machine? Well, it's what it's what the lads play their computer games on. It's got an amazing graphics card and it's a really... It's a really super-duper, super-duper machine, Ross. Super-duper gaming machine. It's a super-duper gaming machine. But I don't understand what, why you, what are you doing with a gaming machine? It, it's just, um, the gaming machines are really, uh, really fast, really fast um, processors and really good video cards. So that's and your computer? Normally, that's my computer and normally really good storage as well. So it was a two terabyte machine when I bought it. And then we've got another two terabytes in it as well from... Because the amount of videos that I do, you know, I mean, I've got all of the pet gun dog videos, the originals yeah. and the new ones all in high definition on my machine on top of all the videos that I do, plus my manuscripts, plus. So the computer that you use is just a, is a pimped up gaming machine? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you can do such a thing. Yeah, it's a pimped up gaming machine. So it's a really big, really big old fashioned um like chassis, like an old PC based, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I've got um, two big screens on my desk. I thought you knew. Let me turn you around. I, know, I didn't even know you could use it like that. There you, can you see it? Uh, there it is. Can you see that? Oh, that's a big old box, isn't it? That's a big old box. Two I've big got... screens, look. My two big screens. Yeah, yeah. No, it's very smart. I've got outside in the office, actually. I've got a big old computer box like that, but I don't use it. I was going to use it for editing, but I don't. I've got a new laptop for that. Well, my laptop's great, and I probably should see about... Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm quite... I'm an old-fashioned girl. I like I like my old-fashioned, you know, keyboard, you know, the plink, plink, yeah. plink. Quite a springy keyboard. And it's what you get used to, isn't it? What you get used to. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like typing on laptops, and... No, see, I've got two laptops. One that I use for like data, well, all of my work really, and then I've got another one that's for um, that is mainly for editing and podcasts and whatever. And um, but the keyboard's a slightly different configuration. Yeah. So when I type an email on the other laptop, on the sort of the newer laptop, um, oh, it's, just keep pressing the wrong keys. <laughs> delete, delete. And the delete button's in a different place. So when you go to delete something, you just end up with those <laughs> equal signs going along. <laughs> so yeah, no, Why don't you get a plug-in keyboard to it? And then, I mean, I've, I've got a Wi-Fi keyboard. I mean, my keyboard's very, listen. Yeah, no, I like that. Twangy. <laughs> it's a twangy keyboard. And I've got no idea what I've just done to my computer. Cause <laughs> oh, no, banging on the um, No, well, the reason I don't have a plug-in computer is because I don't use my office. I tend to sit in the kitchen. <laughs> or I wherever I live, I live in my office 
I know, see, my office is outside and it's all a bit strange to go and sit outside. I used to do that. I used to because I had work very separate to home. Uh-huh. But now I kind of, um, no. I it's morphed, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of morphed. Yeah, it's, I, yeah, I think especially during lockdown and things, it's all just, I yeah. work all strange. Out. I'll sit in the kitchen, I might work in the evening on the laptop. I might, you know, all, it's all, yes, it's all merged. I don't work from 10 till 5 and then go home. I just, it's all the time, isn't it? It's it's really interesting because since Kenny started working from home, I've got a more defined working day than I did when he was going off to work. So when he went off to the office, if you like, um, I would start work then and then finish when he got home. But then I would go and do a bit more work. Whereas now, the only time I really work on an evening is if I've got meetings. Yeah. But well, no, then I just right. got work at like six in the morning. I get up at half five, quarter six, and then start work. Yeah, then. see, I don't. See, I don't start work till I don't. By the time I get up, get out, by the time I've sorted the dogs out and walked and everything, then normally it's about 10-ish by, by the time I'm dressed. Oh, my God, that's a day gone. No, I know you've been up working for hours. No, I've been out, <laughs> with the dogs, out for a run um, and then, yeah, get, get dressed. And then so normally about 10 o'clock, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I normally, I think my alarm goes off at about half five, but I'm normally awake when it goes off. And then I get up and I clean the kitchen, which doesn't need cleaning, but it's a habit. Again, it's this. Um, when when we lived in New Zealand, the ants, you know, if, you, if anything on the bench, you would get the ants. And, um, yeah. and it's habit. I get up in the morning and I just clear the benches because of the whole thought of little ants, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny what you do. That, I mean, when did you live in New Zealand? About five hundred years ago. About five hundred years ago, but it's there, you know. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think when you see ants, we, I, I can you remember teaching? It's kind of emblazoned on my brain. I can remember this girl opening up a, um, a, tre- a treatment couch in my basement because we were teaching Touch for Health, and she opened that treatment couch and she opened it. It was full of ants, oh. and they just went it all, and it went all over my treatment room, and there was just ants everywhere. Oh, and it God. was just it just stayed with me, you know. What and, did you do uh, about that? Get the Hoover out. Well, it was disgusting. I had to do a, a had to do a a, a bomb, and the, you 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 get these insect insecticide bombs. Yeah, yeah. And we had to put a bomb out in the in the um, treatment room. What do you do? Light it. Yeah. I, do you know our friend? You do. Bed. You kind of, you press a button. Yeah. And you just fumigate the whole room and you have to lock the room, which was awful because we had, I used to have skinks and it was really sweet. I used to have a skink in the treatment room that used to walk up. I'd be treating somebody and it'd be crawling up the wall, you know. You'd, oh, you'd no. be trying to kind of keep an eye on the skink and make sure it didn't freak out your person on the treatment couch. What's a skink? A skink's a little, a little lizard. They're about um, four inches, maybe. Like a salamander. Kind of, yeah. A little skink. I think we'll get them in this country as well, but um, Charlie used to walk my cat. Charlie used to walk around with them in the mouth. They were hysterical. Oh, you see him walking around with like little paws and a mouth sticking out of his mouth. Oh and then God. you'd um, you'd come across like little, because they drop their tails. They, they, they drop their tail as a deterrent and yeah. their tails grow back. And you'd walk around the house and you'd just see like little skink tails with, where oh. the 
you know, they'd like drop the tail and then scarpheads. So Charlie would have the tail. Oh God! Be, Can you oh, hear lizards? I was playing with them. them. Huh? I don't mind. Would he eat the tails? No, he just play with them. He didn't. He didn't eat the skinks either. He was. He was a well-fed cat. He just used to play with them. He used to toy with yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, I bet the skinks loved being played. <laughs> but <coughs> yeah, it. Um, yeah. So anyway, I start working about. I do my to-do list, and then these days I'll take the dogs out. Whereas in the winter, I would do my to-do list, start work, and then work for a few hours before I took the dogs out. Do you? Yeah. No, I like to get up. I don't function very well unless I get out and about. I don't, yeah, it's weird, but you get into a routine, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's kind of, a, it's no. kind of lifestyle related. Have a have a coffee, look at my phone, have another coffee, write my to-do list and then work. Yeah, I do. No, I look at my phone in the night. I wake up in the night and look at my phone. I know you're not supposed no. to, but. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't at all. Oh, don't you? No, I do. I wake up, have a little yeah. look. I, yeah. a podcast. No, I, I listen to an audio book. I put an audio book on and put it on sleep after 15 minutes and I, I'm normally asleep. Are you? In 15 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fall asleep. You know what I'm like. Well, you fall sentence. Yeah, no, I know. You fall, I know I used to have to speak to you on the phone all the time, didn't I, to keep you awake when I you're know. driving. <laughs> <laughs> absolute menace <laughs> i know well i don't i don't drive very often at all now i only drive locally i don't i don't do like because that was after we'd been teaching wasn't it we'd teach and then yeah. i'd phone you on the way home so that i didn't fall asleep no i know we we stay we often now on stay on a sunday evening because yeah. actually if yeah if you've done two or three days i mean the courses when we're at the kennel club it's a two-hour drive and when you've done two or three days full on you know up at seven out you know, setting up and all the rest of it, plus the mental um, activity and the, you know, the whole organisation and everything else. Mm. You're actually exhausted on the Sunday evening to drive for two hours after that, sort yeah. of seven o'clock by the time you packed up, get home at nine. It's, so, it's just too much, isn't it? It's dangerous really as well. Yeah. So yeah, stay in, stay in there a jolly on the Sunday. That's a good plan. But you, yeah. did you used to? Did you not used to stay on a Sunday and I would just head home? Sometimes, sometimes. Depends, because I lived in Oxford for a little while, didn't I? Oh, and yeah. That was like an hour back, <laughs> so that wasn't such a big deal. But actually driving back into London, is it's mm. double that. So. Bit of a drag. Well, it is. Plus, you've not had anything to eat, do you know what I mean? Get home at nine o'clock or whatever and yeah. unload the car. and No, too much. Too much hassle. It is. You're very tired. <laughs> you saw me yawn, did you? <laughs> yeah, I saw you cover it up with your hand. <laughs> I'm really tired. Oh, dear. Is that because you've been not sleeping in excitement? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got a video this morning. There's only mine and the breeder's puppy left. Oh, and wow. Shipper sent me this lovely video of um, her puppy, so there was the crate, and then her puppy was in a, in a car, lying asleep in a cardboard box. Oh. <laughs> and Emrys just left under the cardboard box. <laughs> I thought, okay, I've got a thug coming home. Oh, God. Oh, that's good fun, isn't it? That's good. How old is he now, then? 
like exactly eight weeks or uh, he'll be eight weeks on Tuesday so well he, he was yeah he was born on Tuesday so yeah eight weeks tomorrow oh wow and the puppies the puppies went home yesterday oh of course cool. so it's cool. always better to go on a weekend isn't it if you can um yeah. what's happening with your little puppy have you got a name no I haven't got a name at all did you watch no. a night's tale no I didn't know don't start I haven't done any of my homework <laughs> <laughs> I when Callum when I saw Callum the other day, I said to him, "If I said Ulrich, what would you say?" And he says, "Von Lichtenstein of Gelderland." And it's like, "Yeah, good lad, <laughs> good lad, you know, six six foot and twenty six, <laughs> good lad, yeah. good, boy, good boy, Callum." <laughs> Can't tell he's your son, can you? I know. <laughs> I'm not six foot. <laughs> no. No, no, you're not. No. <laughs> um, have you had your vaccine yet? No, but we did get through. Kenny's came through last week and he gets his on Tuesday. And then yesterday I got my blue envelope and I get mine next Saturday. Wow. Where do you have to go? Local, obviously. Local. Yeah, just sitting in Motherwell. It's only five or six miles away. Which one are you getting? Do you know? No, no idea. Both, both the afternoon... I think. I think mine's at middays and Kenny's is about three o'clock. Mm. A lot of people I know that have had that AstraZeneca, they have um, side effects for a little while. Really? Well, well, everyone I know that's had it has, yeah, but none, no one with the Pfizer. Mm. But, Interesting. Yeah, yeah, just headaches and cold and... I'll let you know. Cute. I'm really yeah. glad. Somebody said, Neil, what a shame we didn't get the appointments together. Um, and, then, and then it's only one journey, and I thought, well, actually, it works out really well because if one of us does has have symptoms, then the other yeah. one's after the puppy. No, exactly. Yeah, you don't both. No, that would be daft to both have it on the same day. I think, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Yeah, no, definitely not do that. No. Oh well, that's good then. So, you've, well, at least you got it booked in. Got it booked in. So I'll have to keep. Do I have to keep an eye out for a blue envelope? Bright blue. Bright blue. I was, waiting. I was waiting for a text. Oh my god! I said envelope. Envelope. You've got me talking like an English person. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> properly. <laughs> an envelope. An, yeah, an envelope. Envelope. I just repeated, yeah. I repeated, you said blue envelope. And I went, yeah, blue envelope. No, it's a blue envelope. <laughs> envelope. 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 <laughs> oh, dear. You say envelope, I say envelope. <laughs> <laughs> Other way around. <laughs> well, what did you say? Envelope. Envelope, yeah. Envelope. It's, it begins with an E, not an O. It's oh, here we go. Another grammar lesson from Les Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you how you speak Geordie. No, I know. I know. Kenny oh, says the, the Geordie alphabet's only got 25 letters. <laughs> yeah. Well, you cut words short, don't you, as well? You say, instead, you say, don't say like two months, you say two month. <laughs> <laughs> two month. Yeah. <laughs> It's um, it's a P jumper, yeah. So can you say there's no P in the Geordie alphabet? No. <laughs> jumper. jumper. And some you say film, don't you as well? <laughs> yeah, film. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll cut letters out and add letters in. <laughs> no, film. I mean, film is what what the word says, isn't it? Is what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, film. <laughs> oh dear, film. 
Yeah, no, that's probably correct, isn't it? Film is not very... Film. <laughs> it's not expressive, no, film. I not think. really. Film is much better. Yeah, a film. And you had a friend, didn't you? What was your friend called? Um, Fel- what was his name? I've <laughs> got lots. I've got lots of friends. What are you on about? <laughs> you had a friend. You Fellum. had a friend. Fellum. <laughs> what was his name? Fellum. Oh, on the on the um, on the course where I met Kenny. Yeah, what was his name? Fellum Grotty. Fellum. Fellum McGrotty, Yeah. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I'll never forget. You know, I was sitting beside. I was sitting in the middle. So we won this course. And the, the day I met Kenny and for like the whole week, I was sitting between two Irish guys and um, Fellow McGrody and Peter McMillan. And I spent the whole week trying to get them to talk, not realising one was a Protestant and one was a Catholic. And the whole week, I was like, oh, my God, do you live near Chile? So both of them from the same place. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, shut up. We, exactly. Everyone was like, oh, my God, what's she doing? But um, religion's not a thing in the Northeast. Or certainly it wasn't to me anyway. No, yeah, Felham, Felham, it's a great name, isn't it? Felham McGrody. Felham, yeah, no, it's a nice name, it's surname as well, isn't it? It's lovely, lovely. I, yeah. Some of the names, um, like uh, Highlander, have you seen Highlander? No, no. Oh, you're so you I know you wouldn't think I'd have not even own a TV, would you really? I know. <laughs> Highland is a really old one. It's um, it's got the Queen soundtrack on it, Queen Queen soundtrack, and um, it's it's a really really old film. But there's uh, Conor McLeod from the Clan McLeod, is one of oh. them. He's a character. He's Highland. The Highlander is Conor McLeod, and it's where we got Angus's name from. What Conor McLeod? Yeah, well, he <laughs> Conor McLeod gets driven out, and the I think one of the Clan chiefs or something. And he and he he goes up and he says, "I'll never forget you, Angus." That was a really oh. terrible Scottish accent, and I'm really sorry to the Scots. But it's like, "I'll never forget you, Angus," and that was it. So we called Angus Angus. Oh. What other dog names did you have on your short list that I can nick? Say that again. What other dog names did you have on your short list that I can nick? Oh my goodness, um, uh, Zeus. For Ziggy was uh, yeah. Zeus, Zebedee. <laughs> um, What's the Han- cow? Ermitrude. Ermitrude, yeah, Ermitrude. <laughs> um, Hank was one of the ones that I was thinking of for Angus. Yeah, Hank's a nice name. Because, uh, and um, from the X Men, he has like really big sideburns, and the Golden Retrievers have big sideburns as well. So, um, Oh my goodness, so I can't remember. Zeus was one of them. Hank, I love the name Hank. Um, no, I can't remember. No, difficult, isn't it? No, I think Dante was both that. Edmund Dante's. <coughs> you, you always have names before you get your dog, don't you? Yeah. Apart from Spud, was it? Apart from Spud, but he was called Sid. Oh. Yeah, and one of the guys who I picked up with was called, one of the old guys was called Sid and he was a cocker man and I didn't think it was very respectful to turn up with a dog called Sid. No. So we called him Spud after the train spotting character. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No, always, I think I'll wait till I see the puppy. Well, you know what he's going to look like? 
black and tan. <laughs> no, no, I know. I know. I can't. Yeah, I know. Have you have you not got a letter? Because like we go by letter. So we we had Charlie, Charlie bought Angus, Ziggy, CBA, uh huh, and then oh, Z, yeah. and then we decided to go back to um back through the alphabet, which is when we then got Dante and now Emrys. Oh. Oh. No, maybe I have, to, I have to start with B then. I've got an A here, haven't I? Oh, I've got a B as well. I'd have to start with C. B? Who's B? Bill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who... <laughs> yeah, of course, you've got a B. <laughs> so you could start with C. Yeah, I could start with C. Cedric. Charlie. Charlie says... Yeah, no, I know. That's what I think of when you ever you say about Charlie, your cat. Um, yeah, that, that's why we called we called him Charlie after the Charlie cat. Oh, is that what he was? Yeah, he was, was it a man was tabby. Yeah, he was a, a brown tabby main main coon. Nice, aren't they? Oh, beautiful! I'd love another one. Mm. Yeah, I would like a cat. So C C for a rock violin. Chad. Chad Chaz. Chav. Chav. <laughs> no, don't call your you Chav. Um Chase. Cecil. 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 Uh, no. Um, Cyril. No. Cedric. No. I used when I was doing, I did work experience years ago with an autistic school. Uh-huh. And they had a kid there called Cedric. And we used to go swimming every Monday, take the kids swimming. Uh-huh. And Cedric got on my back one day in the deep end, nearly drowned me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call him Cedric. Don't call him Cedric. No. Don't call him Cedric. <laughs> no. no, I'll pay it some thought. Are you Googling words, names beginning with C? I am. Um, Emerson's sire is called Callum. Oh, yeah, you said that. It's good, isn't it? It's, I like that when there's all sort of different links to... Yeah. You know what I mean? What about um, Cammy? Cammy? Mm -hmm. As in Cammy Soul? It's short for Cameron, I believe. Cammy? No, don't Um, know. Connor? No, don't know. Clayton? What's Eric? What's his name? Um, Clapton? Um, No, no, I don't like that either. No, can't call him Corey. No, Cormac. Cormac. No, it's too much. Do you want? Do you want? Do you want them to be like Russiany? Not Russiany. Germanic or? Yeah, Germanic is nice. Okay. You're looking for German, (laughs) German names beginning with C. (laughs) Yeah, Cans. That would be funny. Call him Cans. That'd be funny, cans. Well, if you showed it really quickly. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to be careful, don't you? Like, you have to be careful with the seas. Yeah. <laughs> Christoph. Yeah, Calvin. Um. No. 
Carrock. Chol. Clemens. Conrad. Conan. I don't mind Conan. The Barbarian. We're just Conan. Any old Conan. Yeah, but it's Conan from the bar Barbarian, isn't it? Bit of yeah. Arnie. I've got Conan's on one on my list actually on my name list, but that begins with a K. Uh -huh. Well, you can write it with a C. Conan, yeah. the, Conan the Barbarian's a C, isn't it? Um, yeah. What about Celtic names? Like what? Strong. I don't know. I'm looking them up now for you. Hang on a sec. Celtic names. Boy C. Boy C. There you go. I call it Boy C. Cassidy. <laughs> Cassidy. They're all a bit long. Got anything a bit shorter? Uh, Connor. I like Connor. Even shorter than that? Con. <laughs> <laughs> you can just call him C. Yeah, I'll just write that down. Con. <laughs> <laughs> um, she. Shay, uh -huh. I like that, but I think we know someone with a dog called Shay, don't we, already? Okay. Cheyenne. No. Kaylee. No, it's a girl's name, isn't it? I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin's daughter's called Kaylee. Do you want to keep doing C's or do you want to do a different different alpha different alphabet? Ooh, different letter. I don't know. I think I might have to Google it and have a look. Why don't you go backwards? Well, start with Z. Uh-huh. Well, I've had a dog called Zach, but yeah, I could start with Z. So you could go beyond Zach, so Zach. X. So it'd be oh no Y, why, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why is it difficult one? Pardon? Why it'd be a difficult one? Yeah, um, well, Yuri. That begins with a U. Not if you spell it Y U R. Okay, dog names. I actually don't mind the na that name, actually, U R I. That's quite nice, Yuri, isn't it? Yuri's nice. Yak, Yeagle. Right? You can't go with Yak. <laughs> Yahoo. Yahoo, yeah, Yahoo. Yaki, Yaku. Mm. These are dreadful names. Yeah. Right. So if we went from Y, the one next would be X. Yes, there's not a lot. <clears throat> oh, there's loads beginning with this. Okay, so dog names for male Zandi, Zandro, Zango, Xavier. I like, you know that breed of dog, Sholo, it's Quintly. Say that again? That breed of dog, Sholo, it's Quintly. Have you seen them? No. Well, then it's spelled <clears throat> X-O-L-O, -O, the first bit. Okay. It's pronounced um, what I just said. And that's got a nice name, isn't it? Sholo, X-O-L-O. X-O-L-O, maybe. Nobody would know how to pronounce it, so which is good. Okay, so W. Ooh. Some good it? Ws. Is Webber. There? Webster. Wenko. 
Buen comentario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a funny one. <laughs> Woofy. Woofy? Woofy, Woofa. You could call him Woofa. Yeah. Oh, I think I prefer Charlie. <laughs> so if you went back from Uts and you went to T, some, you could use G and then you're going backwards yeah. to the alphabet. Yeah. Tim. Tim or Tim. Talos. Talos. Tacky. Taco. Tolkien. Oh, Tolkien's a nice name for a dog. Yeah, that's nice. I might write that down, actually. I wonder what that means. Uh, well, it's this is spelled Tolkien, T-O-L-K-I-N, as opposed to oh. Tolkien, which is um, Lord of the Rings. Put, when I wrote it down, I put T-U-L-C-A-N. That's two two spelling types. It is. Um, Tasco. Oh, um, Tasco Alexander Beetle is a, a really well-known Labrador, field trial champion Labrador. He's uh, in, in the lineage of my dogs. Tasco. Tasco. That's nice. Um, tattoo. Taser. Tazzy. God, there's loads of T's. Tequila. Terminator. Texas. Tequila's a nice name for a chihuahua, isn't it? A little Mexican chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> did you know chihuahuas were bred for food? Oh, no, I did not know that. That's what they were originally. They weren't, they're not, um, they weren't originally Mexican <clears throat> dogs. We always associate the chihuahua with Mexico. And they weren't. And they were bred for food. And uh, the Tolstoy, the Tolstoys, they were bred for um, sacrifice. They were bred as um, sacrificial offerings. Um, no wonder they're so feisty. What's um, yeah, I know. Where is Chihuahua, the place? Is that in Mexico? That's in Mexico, yeah. But they're not, they don't originate from there? No. Where did they come from then? I can't remember. Do you want me to look it up for you? <laughs> no. Well, yeah. I wrote it. I wrote it in. I can't. I think it was um, on the level four. You're going to read it anyway because you're. I've just sent it to you to do the internal verification. Oh, so I, you'll see. Oh. It I wrote it in there and said, you know, the Chihuahua came from. Um, oh, okay. Wherever. It's it's in there, but I can remember writing it in the homework when I was marking it to say it comes from here, and it was originally a. A sacrificial animal, and it was also um, for food. It, it was also for the state, you know, to go on the state. Interesting. There you go. Yeah? Did you hear that? No, you froze again. You froze literally as well. I, <laughs> I literally heard nothing. I just sat here <laughs> waiting. I was hoping that come back on just at the end of your sentence we could carry on and just be like good and then you ask me a question and it's like oh no <laughs> la 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 <laughs> okay so no, I, I just said the um the chihuahua was it was a sacrificial animal and it was also yeah. um bred for food so i can just imagine well, i mean i can't imagine them but i probably could just as a spit dog you know on the spit yeah, that's dreadful, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mind you, I think 
some parts of the world, the things that they do and eat is quite vile, isn't it? Yeah. Especially when we saw, when looking at this pandemic and all the rest of it, looking at those markets overseas, those oh, animal markets. Hideous. They really, they are hideous. They're absolutely hideous. No wonder. It's ridiculous and awful. Yeah, really, really terrible. And um, oh, right, it was the Toltecs, the Toltec people. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. Te- Techi, Techi, um was the original <laughs> dog. Uh, Techi. <laughs> there you go, that one. And it was, yeah. it was um, Toltecs. It was the Toltec people of Mexico, and they used to breed it for food and for ceremonial sacrifice. Have uh, you, but have not you in... seen, um, what do you call it yet? Contagion? No, I haven't seen that in yet. Well, let me write it down. I'm making notes today because I fail, I fail in my tasks. So I'm <laughs> making notes with my pen. Contagion. I always forget what it's called when I come Contagion. to Contagion. Just what you were saying about the meat market. Yeah. And stuff. Is that what they look, is that, is that included in there, all that? Yes. Is that where that started then in that film? Well, it, the, it's... The disease. The whatever you call it, the pandemic. It's it's how it's how it got how it became as a zoonotic, how it got into the food chain. Yeah. It, it's really interesting. I know. I do. I just. I do want to watch that. I don't know why I don't really get on with it, but because that you know. It's quite jaw dropping. Mm, no, very. You, go, you can just you, you know, and the fact I didn't realize it was written by in the somebody who specialises in epidemics and pandemics. No, I know. And an immunologist, is it or something? No, it's an ep- epidemicologist not... or something. <laughs> We're both rubbish. They're both ridiculous suggestions. <laughs> so, yeah, so they, um, I didn't realise it was written by him and directed no, well... by him. I thought it was all, and, and it made it even more shocking afterwards, the fact that he could see quite easily Back in 2014, he could see quite easily this happening. Yeah. In that exact way. And and then it happened. I find it amazing. I mean, I know it's so boring because we're always talking about that film, aren't we? But I just find it amazing that, that well, A, that they kind of foresaw it, and then B, that we're sort of living a replica of it. Yeah. It's and, quite... and, you know, the film was there and nobody took heed of it. Well, I suppose it's like any film. I mean, when you watch these films about zombies and stuff, I mean, you don't think, oh, better prepare for that, do you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but there's a difference between somebody's imagination and and somebody who specialises in disease trying to give a warning about this disease happening. Well, I suppose there is. You're quite right. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen World War Z? I know we want to say Z, but it's actually World War Z. Have you seen that? It's quite old now. What is that then? I haven't seen anything that you've seen. Disease stands for zombie. Oh, does it? I've seen Shaun of the Dead. Oh, that's hysterical. I love Shaun of the Dead. That's Callum's favourite film. Have you seen Hot Fuzz? Yes, I have seen that. I didn't like it as much. I oh, really? Yeah, no. I, I prefer Hot Fuzz. I do. No, I love Shaun. I think that's hilarious. Some hilarious bits in that. 
And then there's the other one, isn't there? The World's End. It's called the Cornetto Trilogy. Is it? Yeah, the Cornetto Trilogy, because they're both in the three films. What, the Cornetto? Well, I was actually thinking of the actors, but then in all three films, they go on about the Cornettos. I I love that. Yeah. I I love that line. What do you want anything from the shot? Cornetto. (laughs) Yeah. Mr. Sergeant Angel. Rita's in Shaun of the Dead. Sorry? You know Rita? Uh She's in Shaun of the Dead. Is she? Yeah, walking a German shepherd at the beginning. Oh my God, I'll have to watch it again. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, I know. We saw World's End and my favourites, um, Hot Fuzz. I just, and the music's great and everything, you know. And do you remember Margaret? Oh, you, you love her podcast. Do you remember my friend Margaret? Oh, yeah, she's sweet. Isn't she? Lovely yeah. Margaret. And um, yeah. she was doing the Village Green thing, you know, the, the Best Village Award. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she was on the committee at the time. And when we saw Hot Fuzz, you know how it's all, it's all about, like, the Best Village. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I gave her... Um, a CD with the Kinks, the Village Green Preservation Society, the song. Yeah. Yes, I gave her that when Hot Fuzz came out. And there you go. Oh. There, there's the song, because you've not heard the song. And oh, yet, but she doesn't live where it was filmed. Time. She doesn't live where it was filmed. No. No. No, but no. she did. She was one of, do you know, the judges in Hot Fuzz, where they go in and they judge the villagers. Yeah. Okay, so that's what Margaret did. Margaret would go in and judge the villagers. Oh, she does that. <laughs> oh, I see. I, oh, wow. Oh. You can imagine it, can't you? Yeah. No, I can, actually. Nice yeah. little job. I know. I like the way when she, I like, she talks about mother. You know, when she refers to her mum, she talks about mother. I think that's yeah. lovely. It's very nice. Yeah, it's very well-spoken, nice. Very correct. Thing. Yeah, and no, it's very good. Mother used to do this and mother used to do that. I like yeah. that. No, I like that. She's great, Margaret. I really like her. Lovely lady. No, that's lovely. So this week, are you taking some time off to chill with the pup? Oh, yes. That's nice. You'll be tired after you drive tomorrow, won't you? And then have a few days to chill and enjoy the puppy. Yeah. Yeah, Can you'll be driving. So, yeah, the plan is, all I've got in my diary is puppy, study and sleep. P.S.S. Yes, that's all I'm doing. Oh, that's nice. Studying, sleeping. I've got a lot of studying that I need to do, actually. Doing a lot of um, reading on harnesses. Oh, yeah. At the minute, yeah. For dogs or anything else? Dog harnesses. (laughs) Dog harnesses. And, um, all good. Are you going to share anything then that you've learned or not yet? Not yet. Not yet. Okay, we'll wait. It surprised me, actually, the stuff that I found. I was like, oh, my God, OK, I didn't know that. Oh, wow, that's good. Well, we'll look forward to hearing all about that at some stage then. Yeah, yeah. Um, next time, I'll tell you next time, if you like. OK, so next time when we catch up, you will be a week into... Oh, my God, I know. Puppy. That'll be interesting to find out. I'm looking forward to catching up and seeing how you're getting on and what you've been doing and what you've been teaching and how he's doing and all the rest of it. Oh, my God. And Sorry. you, we need a name. Next time, matey, we need a name for your puppy because he'll be three weeks then, won't he? Three weeks old next week. Yeah, seems weird, actually, that it's only two weeks. Yeah, strange, isn't it? Yeah. I like Ulrich, but then every time I see him, I'll start singing a nice tale. 
Yeah, well, we could live without that, couldn't we, I should think. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, oh, well, no, I'll pay it some thoughts and do some Googling, more Googling. More Googling. I just yeah. typed, the one that I typed in there was dog, dog, boy dog names, and it gave you the alphabet, and you just press, pressed on the letter, and it gave you all the names in that letter. Yeah, there's a website, the Allgemeine Deutsche Rottweiler Club. Has, Did I get um, the General German Rottweiler Club. No, that's not what you said. You said something else. I said Allgemeine Deutsche Rottweiler Club. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they on there, they've got a list, massive list, alphabetical order, of female names and male names. <clears throat> oh, nice. Yeah, but I'm not keen on many of those. Oh, you're not? No. Who was the hero when you were growing up? Hero? Oh. I don't think I had one. What Who names stick in your mind from when you were growing up? Mockley. <laughs> Mockley? Yeah, that was my invisible friend. <laughs> <laughs> you had um, an invisible friend called Mockley? Yeah, for years. Um, <laughs> was it a boy or a girl or a thing? A boy, a little boy. Yeah, Mockley. <laughs> um, what did he look like? I don't know. Something, something pale green, like mint green kind of bag I think <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Um, but no I can't think I did have a hero what did you have a hero Lucinda Pryor Palmer who's she then she who's she oh you heathen what did you say Lucinda what Pryor Palmer she's no Lucinda Green oh I see cross country eventer yeah, Lucinda Green. Well, I don't know Pryor Palmer. Well, Lucinda Pryor Palmer was her. Oh, I see. Maiden name. Caroline oh, okay. Bradley. Caroline Bradley on the famous T Grey. Why were they heroes to do with your horse? Yeah, um, Caroline Bradley was just an amazing. She, she was this tiny little woman on this massive grey horse called T Grey. Mm. And um, David Broom as well was one of my heroes. Oh. On um, Boomerang, tiny little horse, jumped the poisson, and he jumped something like seven foot. Tiny little horse, amazing. Mm. Yeah, strange, isn't it? I wonder if people have heroes today, I don't know. Not you don't hear it very often, do it's you? more influencers now, isn't it? The, the whole, it's uh, I suppose so, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, my, my heroes were strong women who, you, you know, mm. strong women, really. Carolyn Bradley. Listen to Palmer. Yeah. I really liked David Broom. He was, he was, I liked Harvey Smith, but he was a bit, mm, mm. I don't know. I found Harvey, I, I preferred David Broom and Nick Skelton. They were quiet and strong and had amazing horses. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. Bobby Woodhouse, of course, you know. Oh, we had loads of them. You didn't, you didn't have anyone who you just thought these were amazing. I mean, I really liked. No. Like loved Barbara Woodhouse. I used to enjoy watching Dogs with Dunbar, but more for Nina Bondarenko than Ian Dunbar. I used to really like what she did. Yeah, she does. She started Canine Partners for Independence, didn't she, Nina? Did she? Mm-hmm. I just really I can remember watching her doing some stuff. And what was really interesting is a couple of years ago, she sent me a friend, re- friend request on Facebook. It was like, oh my God, Nina Bundrengas just sent me a friend request. <laughs> no, it's amazing, isn't it? I know, it's funny. It's nice what when things happen like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah it is nice. Um, yeah, no, I did like Barbara Woodhouse. I like, used to like watching that. Mr. Doberman. 
Yeah, that's it. I know. Oh, she was good, wasn't she? She really sorted them all out, these people. I really liked her with horses as well. You know, she, I saw her with the horses before I saw her with the dogs. She was quite incredible because she'd breathe up the noses and stuff. And Yeah. Mm. She's good. I think she's very sensible. She was very sensible, wasn't she? Mm. Nice. And yeah, very nice, I think. Nice lady. There's and a guy in the States. Sensible brogues and tweed skirts. Yeah, she was very well... Um, well healed, wasn't she like that? Yeah, very well healed. <laughs> yeah. No, don't make them like that anymore, do they? There you go, Collie Dog Woodhouse. Woodhouse. Well, I could have some kind of anagram of Barbara. <laughs> I think I think Woodhouse would be a really neat name for a dog. No, that's the name for a beagle. No. Yeah, it's funny when you get you have names that you think, oh no, that would suit a beagle or that would suit a labrador, or whatever. It's yeah. So what what colour what would you call a black labrador? Oh, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what would you call a fizzy working black labrador? Um, I'd tell you what I would call if I had a working cocker or a cocker or any spaniel really. Do you know what I'd call it? Go on then. Daniel. Daniel the Spaniel. I love that. <laughs> I would definitely call it Daniel. Daniel the Spaniel. Yeah, I love that. I saw clients not long ago, Doug the Pug. Have you seen Up? Up with that balloon? Yeah. House. Yeah. Oh my God, you've seen the film? Yeah, but I can't, I don't remember any of it, but yes, I have seen it. Yeah. The, the dog was called Doug. It was a golden retriever. Doug the dog. Oh, Doug the dog. Doug the dog. Doug the dog. Doug. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Doug the dog. Doug the dog, yeah. But in, in a, a lot of the, the Scots say Doug when they mean dog. They say the, 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 the way they pronounce dog is Doug. Yeah. Doug. Doug the dog. Doug the dog. No, no. No, I don't know what I'd call a working lab, I think. Fast is what I would call them. Fast. Fast. Yeah. Stripe. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a Dalmatian called Stripe. Can you, said, can you said, have you got a Dalmatian? We've got to call it Stripe. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's quite nice, actually, isn't it? I know. Do you remember that advert that for Gino Ginelli ice cream? No. Had a Dalmatian and a woman all dressed in dots, like a polka dot dress. No. They, uh, yeah, I think I might have. Going through Italy, Gino Ginelli and all the rest. <laughs> no, you remember the adverts, but not the films. No, exactly. No, well, I'd probably sleep during the films. Um, <laughs> no, but I thought if you have a spotty dog, it's quite nice to mat- dress accordingly, isn't it? I saw I wear black. Yeah, that's not oh, that. Yeah, that's why I've got. Yeah, I've got my camel trousers. <laughs> 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 oh god I haven't <laughs> is that a cardi or a hoodie or what you wear in the day it's a hoodie it says criminal damage London and New York City ah yeah cool isn't it very cool <laughs> I've still got my dog walking gear on oh have you no I don't I walk my dog in yesterday's clothes and then get dressed after that yeah, I, I haven't got dressed yet today. 
Oh. I have dog walking gear, so I put my dog walking gear on in the morning and then get back up my shower and get changed. Been up but, since half past five and you're not even got dressed. I know, it's shocking. <laughs> I had a lie in the day I got up at half six. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah, you are. I mean, who'd have thought it was a Sunday of all days? What is like a. I know, exactly. No, I can't lay in, can you? I I mean, people that say they stay in bed till like 11 or whatever, I just think, oh my God, no. 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 The birds are really noisy at minute. But no, I love the dogs. What the dogs about half seven and um, got back and then had some breakfast. And then went to log on and have been working on the computer ever since, trying to get it to work. Yeah, nuisance. Now, I'm not working today. Day of rest, isn't it? Is I it? probably will. <laughs> end, yeah, I probably will end up doing something later, emails or something. But the sunshine here is amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah, just here. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Vaccination schedule. I was, because I'm getting my head around stuff. So I was looking at the vaccination schedules. Did you not say it was 16 weeks or something? I'm starting vaccinating at 16 weeks. First vaccination? There was a, there's an interesting um, conversation with, you know, Caroline Griffiths? Uh-huh. She does podcasts for the Naked Dog, dog food company. Right. There's a really interesting podcast on, you can watch it on um, Facebook. Uh-huh. Lise Hansen, I think. Okay. You heard of her? No. She's she's a holistic vet. Um, but yeah, go and listen to that. But yeah, I'm starting at 16 weeks and then um, probably 18 week booster, I guess. Okay. So the naked dog. Naked dog. By Caroline Griffith. Yeah, if you search, I'm just scanning through just to see. She's got lots of interesting stuff, actually, with... Um, I've not heard of the Naked Dog um, brand. Is it a good dog food? I've never had it. I've never tried any of it. Um, yeah, Dr. Lisa Hanston. Um, on the 24th of February, it was. The, um, on the 23rd of February, you can listen to that. The Truth About Pet Vaccines. That's right. really interesting. There's lots of interesting information there on lepto vaccines and things as well. So, okay, um, listen to that tonight when you're excited. I was going to listen to it in the car on the way down. Oh, good. I'm sure Kenny will like that. <laughs> okay, maybe I won't. I'll listen to it in the bath. I'll have a bath later and listen to it in the bath. I'm just going to see if I can find it. Naked dog food. Oh, okay, so Caroline Wilkinson was live an hour ago. Yeah. <clears throat> Scroll down to the 23rd of Feb, and then you'll see it. It's, about, it's probably about an hour long, I think. Got it. Okay, I haven't got it. I, oh, they've talked to Nick Thompson as well, because I logged on to Nick Thompson's page, and um, he's talking about vaccines. Yeah, send it, we'll just send him an email, say what does he suggest at the moment. Yeah. Because it's changing. I looked at the BSAVA, but that's still, I couldn't see much about that. And then when I looked on different guidelines, it's still said nine weeks. It probably does. I think, um, I think Lisa Hansen or Lee, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's L-I-S-E, it's spelled. Um, I think she was saying that 
maternal immunity and all the rest of it lasts till 16 weeks. Uh-huh. And therefore, for the best chance of, you know, success, for want of a better word, that's a good day. I'm pretty sure it was her that I heard it from. Okay, I'll have a look. So go and learn. Dr. Lise Hansen, got her. Cool. Thank you. I shall. Um, yeah, let me know what you think. I will. And I will. I, Thank you. And now it's disappeared. I clicked on it and it's taking me somewhere else. I'll find out. Thank you. I'll have a look for that. Good. Okay. Well, go and do that then so that I can go and get on with my not working. Go on then. Off you go. Off you pop. <laughs> um, good luck tomorrow. Good luck tomorrow. Enjoy the day. Thank you. And I shall probably see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday, Rob. <laughs> Bye. Have a good one. See ya.